You ever wish there was more in life? Why are we here? What is our purpose? Is there a meaning? These are all questions that we ask ourselves that cause us to lose sleep at night. And the Bible gives us answers to those very questions. God's word is where we can start and where we can learn and where we can grow. God's word is like a loaf of bread. We can take pieces of God's word and learn so much and be able to change our lives and grow in him. I'm Christian and in this podcast, we are gonna search and we are gonna look at the scriptures and look at what it means to have a piece of the bread. Look what it means to live a godly life, to be changed, to learn and to grow. God's word is like a loaf of bread. Are you willing to take a piece of it with me? Are you willing to look at scripture and analyze your life, see which ways you can change and which ways you can grow? I'm Christian, and this is a piece of the bread podcast, bringing you a piece of God's word. Hey guys, it's Christian and welcome back to A Piece of the Bread. I took a poll on Instagram trying to figure out what we're going to do for our next topic. And the topic that won out was the idea of God using the unlikely people. And so this next series is called God Using the Ordinary for Extraordinary Things. Today we're going to look at Rahab. And she's such an interesting character in the Old Testament. So I'm going to start reading in Joshua chapter 2. Then Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men as spies secretly from Shittim, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. So they went and came into the house of a harlot, whose name was Rahab, and lodged there. It was the king of Jericho saying this. And so the king of Jericho goes on, and he says the following here. He says, Behold, men from the sons of Israel have come here tonight and search out the land. And the king of Jericho sent word to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who have entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. So Rahab has an option here. Rahab can turn in the people. Rahab can do what the king wants. She can turn in the spies, but she doesn't. Why? What does she have to gain from hiding these two people? What's particularly interesting about this story is the servant mindset that Rahab had. Sometimes we write people off like this in today's culture. People that were like, wow, I don't want to associate with that crowd. But in reality, sometimes those people that we don't want to associate with have the brightest things to say and honestly are just searching for the truth. Just like we all are, they're truth seekers. And what I find interesting here is her response in verse 4. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. It came about when it was time to shut the gate at dark that the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. Rahab had an option here. She could have turned in the men, and she would have been hailed a hero. She could have turned in the men, and the king himself would have been very pleased with her. And if you think about it, Rahab has a lot to lose here. She's already considered in in her culture, to be in a very dirty profession, right? For for two reasons here. For one, this is a patriarchal society, right? And so she is already against the odds of that. 
she's a woman. People don't respect um, or don't hold women as a high standard as men in the patriarchal society that she is, is, is in. The other thing that's interesting, she's a prostitute. She's a harlot, right? And so she's doing a dirty, dirty job. But instead of improving her social status, so to speak, or improving what people think about her, she risks everything to hide these men of God. She risks everything to hide these spies. She had brought them up to the roof and hid them in the stalks of flax, which she had laid in, the, in order on the roof. So the men pursued them on the road to Jordan, to the fords, and as soon as they were pursuing them, had gone out, they shut the gate. So she tells them, yeah, they went down the road, so go ahead and go find them. But in reality, they're literally sitting on top of a roof. Now before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know the Lord has given you a land and that the terror of you has fallen on us and that all the inhabitants of the land have melted away before you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Shion and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. When we heard it, our hearts melted, and no courage remained in any man longer, because you, for the Lord your God, he is God in the heaven above and on earth beneath. Wow. You see, these spies weren't just on a spy mission. It was also an outreach mission to reach those people within the city gates. Look at this statement of faith that Rahab has here. She says, we know that your God is powerful. We know that he's important. She continues in verse 12. She says, now, therefore, please swear to me by the Lord, since I have dealt kindly with you, that you also will deal kindly with my father's household. And give me a pledge of truth and spare my father and my mother and my brothers and my sisters with all with who belong to them and deliver our lives from death. So the men said to her, our lives for yours. If you do not tell this business of ours, it shall come about when the Lord gives you us the land that we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. So Rahab makes a deal with them. But what's more important about this is not the fact that she made a deal. It's the fact that she was so concerned about her family, concerned about her brothers, her sisters, her father, her mother, that she wasn't concerned about herself. She wasn't concerned about her reputation, about improving her social status. What she was worried about was whether or not the people around her were safe. This is why Rahab is such an interesting story to me because God uses this unlikely person to basically help further the kingdom. So later on in, in verse 2, Rahab lets them down by a rope through the window because her house was on a city wall, right? And she said to them, Go to the hill country so that the pursuers will not happen upon you and hide yourselves there for three days until the pursuers return. And the men said to her this, they said, 
We shall be free from this oath to you, which you have made us swear, unless we come into the land, you tie this cord of scarlet thread in the window, through which you let us down, and gather to yourself in your house, your father, your mother, your brothers, and your sisters. They're going to come in here, and they're going to take over this city. And so they tell to Rahab, we're going to keep this promise if, if you leave this scarlet cord tied, right? Courage is an interesting thing. And if anything, I could almost pin the amount of courage that Rahab had in this moment. Courage is the willingness to act in spite of fear. I think that's something we need to grasp today a lot because we're so afraid about everything that we're forgetting who's in control. We're forgetting that God uses the most ordinary people for extraordinary things. Here God uses someone who's at the bottom of the barrel socially standing to help further the kingdom, to help hide these two men so that the work of the Lord can continue. This is such an inspiring story to me because it's the idea of being bold or shrinking. It's the idea of what are you going to do to help further the kingdom? And I think we can learn a lot from Rahab that we need to be courageous. We need to have the boldness to do things that might not seem the best route, the best course of action for us to take, but is important to God. Rahab could have had everything. Rahab could have done so much more with what she had. Instead, she chose to hide these men because she understood the power that their God, the power that the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob had. She knew that power. She knew what it meant to have courage. And so my question to you is, are you going to be bold in this 2020? Or are you going to shrink? Are we going to have courageous thoughts? Are we going to be courageous in the Lord? Or are we going to bow down and let people dictate our lives? Or are we going to be like Rahab, this woman of tremendous, tremendous courage, who took a chance, regardless of her social status, to hide these men because she knew the power of God. Thank you so much for listening to um, this podcast here. I really appreciate it. And, and we're going to continue this series um, of ordinary men and women being used for extraordinary things. So, to get a new schedule here, next, this Friday, morning will be our next episode. We're going to continue the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I took a week off to decide what I wanted to do. So we're going to look at another character who I think is equally um, ordinary that's used for an extraordinary purpose of teaching. And we're going to keep looking at these, these men and women of the Bible that, that just exude that sort of, um, that sort of mindset. Because God does, God uses the ordinary for extraordinary every single day. And what's funny about it is that there was this plaque in one of my college rooms that said, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And I think that's such a perfect, or such a perfect way of looking at it. 
Because God calls those that we may think is unqualified. God called Rahab here to hide these spies. And we might be thinking, God, you called a prostitute to do this? Are you serious? And God said, yeah, I did. Because if anyone in that town was going to hide someone, it was going to be Rahab. Because Rahab cared more about the people around her than her profession. She showed courage when no one else did. So I want to encourage you guys that just be courageous. Know that God is in control this 2020. God bless. Thank you for listening. And thank you for listening to a Piece of the Bread podcast. Piece of the Bread podcast. Love God. Share Jesus. Live your mission.